Mum As You Are is a place for self-compassionate reflection to use what you have within you right now as you are perfectly imperfect to find your way through motherhood. I'm Dr Erin Bauer, clinical and perinatal psychologist, author of More Than a Healthy Baby, course creator and mum of two. This is my second podcast, welcome if you've followed me over from my birth trauma work. This current podcast offering is bite-sized, unfancy and unplanned. A roadmap for finding your way back to self-compassion and how to replace numbing and escapism with true, meaningful fun. I talk about motherhood as an identity and an institution, perinatal mental health and patriarchy, parental burnout and numbing. The core message is to practice the question, I wonder. Instead of judging ourselves and engaging in comparisonitis, we simply ask ourselves, I wonder. I wonder. Welcome back. By the time you listen to this, my new book, Social Media Detox for Mums, A New Way to Find Balance, will be well and truly out into the world. I thought what I would do today is challenge myself to briefly see if I can summarise the book quickly, I guess, for people who are kind of wondering, all right, what is this about? Is it going to be for me? What am I going to get out of it? So essentially this book is about it's about pausing to consider if mothers are truly having fun using social media that was kind of the question I had for myself at the beginning and so to consider the ways in which mental health postpartum depletion parental burnout things like overstimulation postnatal anxiety depression and even trauma how does that relate to fun and so to consider that maybe we've settled for this idea of good enough fun small bursts of low effort low reward excitement kind of in the form of scrolling and whether we've convinced ourselves that this is easier than actually seeking real genuine joy so there's this cultural movement that is calling for people really to consider how social media is impacting our mental health but there's not a whole lot of research about it there is research though showing that even pausing social media for a week so even one week improves depression anxiety and well-being despite this though i don't know personally i found a lot of the advice about how to reduce social media or quit it is pretty vague and it kind of like echoes the ghost of Nancy Reagan in the 80s saying just say no so I wanted to write something that wasn't just saying it's bad just don't do it instead like this book is for mums who've said I know I should be on social media less but and then they kind of trail off because really there's limited practical guidance about how to reduce or how to quit and they don't want to feel shamed, I guess, into believing that they should just have more willpower. Because as I talk about in the book, the concept of willpower and that being enough has really clouded uh, judgment about things, I think. So in this book, I share the raw, messy, so messy insights into how I ended up addicted to social media um, as a response to, I guess, overwhelm in motherhood and despite being a clinical psychologist despite working in addiction myself I still found myself repeatedly drawn to Instagram that was my drug of choice for a quick check 
and in this book I'll share some case studies, some evidence-based research, but also it's a lot about my own experience, like being a guinea pig, I guess, and sharing my mood, work, parenting, and how my sense of fun changed. And it did change dramatically. Like, it's nearly two years on and I still haven't got back to social media. Each chapter I've tried to make sure includes really practical tools for how to actually implement the change in a way that's compassionate rather than kind of judgy and thou shall not kind of tone. Um, so I guess I want people to reflect on the idea that social media might be changing our brains, but that remembering this is a social cultural issue. It's not an individual one. And I think early motherhood in particular is a time when people are perfectly primed for spending more and more energy than they'd like on social media. And I'll explain why I think that is and how we've ended up coming to this point. So when you're already depleted, you're burned out, you're isolated, you're overstimulated, and you've already got low dopamine, which is basically early motherhood in a nutshell, social media offers this, you know, temporary way to fill the void. It did for me anyway. Um, you know, a void that was once filled with hobbies and connections and activities that actually provided true joy and happiness. That's just what I want to think about. So I think creating doubt that social media is addictive and doubt about your own self-control is how social media companies thrive anyway. And I'll argue this is similar to how the tobacco industry continue to make lots of money in the wake of all the cancer research. I'm not saying it's the same thing. I'm just using it as a metaphor. It's similar to how diet alcohol and gambling companies continue to thrive and I'll argue that social media is it's really just our current placeholder in a much much bigger argument about maternal mental health and how are we looking after mothers so I take you through what was my journey like from International Women's Day through to it was also Labor Day yeah International Women's Day and Labor Day through to Mother's Day what started as I guess what was going to be an eight-week detox, which has ended up being an almost two-year haven't gone back. And I've kind of condensed things into, for people who just want to know, I suppose, what do you do to start a detox? I'll talk about this in a separate episode as well, but essentially I've kind of come up with five steps. I haven't invented them. They're things that already are in place from addiction recovery models, if you like but I haven't really seen it applied to social media in a way that's really gentle and friendly and non-judgy and self-blamey. So just to take you through it quickly, this is something I guess I'll be talking about shorthand a lot as I talk about the book and what's in it. The five steps are essentially figuring out like your deep dive, like what, why are you here? <laughs> Not why are you here on the earth, but why, why are you on social media? Like all the pros, all the cons, you can't change behavior unless you truly understand it for yourself in as much as you possibly can. The next stage is preparation. I think a lot of people don't do enough preparation. They just say, oh, I'll stop using it for a weekend or I'll take it off my phone for two weeks, but don't really do any proper, shall we say, evidence-based preparation, which then leads you into potential failure, in inverted commas, um, and not flop flowing on from that as well as not setting up replacement strategies you're going to need replacement strategies and I talk about in the book how this was something 
I kind of forgot about because I thought I would be <laughs> I thought I'd be right just reading a book turns out no you need replacement strategies and then accountability and an action plan and how accountability works for different people depending on your personality type I talk a bit about my own personality type and how certain things like public declarations and accountability buddies don't work for personality types like me what can you do instead and then I guess a more guided um, wrap up of like how do you actually review whether this was useful or not how to check in with your mental health how to measure your own mental health how to take some basic measurements because you've got to treat this I think as I think scientific inquiry okay you're asking yourself a question why am I on social media what's stopping me from stopping it what am I getting out of it and testing some of those questions same for your business questions it's a common thing I hear and it's something I used to say all the time I'd love to stop social media but I need it for my business have you tested it that's all I would say when people ask me about that test it Actually look at your conversion statistics. Look at how much time you spend on your Sunday plugging away, doing all your posts for the week. Do you actually make any conversion? Do you make any sales from that? Would you be better off using that time to do something else? Just test it. And if you get to the end of it and you know for yourself, not for me, I don't care, you know that you've tested it and you know that you've made the right choice and it's been informed with science and some research and some actual self-discovery, you're going to be in a much better position to figure out for yourself what you think about social media, if and when and how you want to use it. That is all I want to inspire. It's definitely not a don't do this, <laughs> it's bad. It's a let's be more curious about it. Let's think about it. Why did you go on it in the first place? What's maintaining it? What could you do instead? Does it fit with your value system in life? So many other good gems. As I said, the book is Social Media Detox for Mums. It is out February 